Hello, y'all, and welcome back to my channel, Girlfriend. Let me tell you the podcast. I'm your host, Latasha, and today I want to share a video with you all that I did on Facebook Live last year, but I liked the message so much that whenever I saw it in my memories, I was like, I have to share this with my people. So the um, the background to the story is I've heard a lot of people, they ask about someone else, maybe one of your relatives, one of your close friends, someone they haven't seen in a long time or someone they don't keep in touch with. And you know, whenever you, you, it might be someone who is strung out on drugs or someone who is an alcoholic, or it might be someone who always is stealing or someone who always likes to fight or someone who has a gambling problem or someone who, you know, is an introvert to the point that they are a hermit. And then people may, because the person hasn't gotten out of their rut, people may, you know, uh, talk about them and say, oh, that person just isn't going to get right. That person just isn't going to be able to get on their feet. Nothing's going to change about them. And so the thought of that and the thought of why I feel like a lot of people can't change is because they can't get the help that they need. And sometimes they don't know what the help is. And then whenever they get the help, it seems as though they are taken back to the to their poison. Let's just put it like that. They are taken back to their poison. So their poison may be uh, toxic family members. It might be drugs. It might be alcohol. It might be being around people who, who thieve for, for a living. And so they have to you know be with them because they have nowhere else to go. Because it's hard to get out of jail or get out of a, a place that you're in and you're... You, Technically, you're homeless and you just walk up to a stranger and ask for help. You know, you, you, I think people go back to where things are familiar. That's, 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 that's one of my words, familiar. So people like to go back to things that are familiar no matter what the circumstances are. So I just want y'all to uh, listen to the message that I gave to um, on my Facebook Live this time last year. I hope you enjoy it. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Girlfriend, let me tell you. Oh my goodness, girlfriend. Hey everybody, just want to come on with a message, another message. So happy day to all of you, especially the ones who have allergies. Um, hope those clear up soon. Anyway, so here's my message. So, you know, I watch that show Beyond Scared Straight or Scared Beyond Straight or whatever it is. And then I see shows where people have the um, the interventions where people are drinking or whatever the, the situation may be. And I've always wondered, whenever they're going through those programs or those processes trying to clean people up or trying to get them to change their habits... They only focus on that one person, the main person on the show, right? So on that scare beyond straight, whenever the kids are on there and they're acting out and they're talking back to their parents or whatever the case may be, and then they straighten the kid out and the straight the, the kid fixes their attitude, they fix the way they treat the world and all that stuff, they send them back to the same environment that had them acting the way they were in the first place, right? And I always thought, why don't they mediate the parents? Why don't they do something with the parents? Because... Whenever kids act out, there's probably something going on at home or something like kids always say, well, I never get my way because my parents are poor or I never get to do anything that I want to do because my parents are mean to me or I act out and I, I treat kids the way I'm treated or whatever the case may be. Right. And then you have people who are on alcohol or people who are on drugs and they go to rehab. And because the only people they know are the people they were living with before they went to rehab, they go back to the house. They're under the same kind of stress and they go back. They have the relapse. Right. And I'm saying this because I know people who have been on drugs. Right. 
I know people who have been on drugs and for example, I have a relative who was on drugs real bad, right? And their thing was people get on their nerves. They don't want to deal with people. They don't want to follow rules that people have for them. So drugs is something to help them cope with life, right? So the point of me making this video is it's not for the people who are trying to, to get off drugs or the people who are trying to change their behavior. It's about the people who are bothering them, right? Because if I am in a home where everybody gets on my nerves, so every day I have to have a drink, Every day I feel like I have to come home, I have to have a beer, I have to have a shot of some kind of alcohol. I got to do something to deal with these people in my house, right? And then whenever I become an absolute alcoholic, everybody want to fix me, right? So now I'm the only person in the house who has a problem because I'm the one who's drinking. But no one wants to come up and say, you know what? She's probably drinking because of me. She's probably doing drugs to cope with me. She's probably doing this to deal with everyday life. So instead of me trying to figure out what I can do to help, all people want to do is say, oh, we're going to send you to rehab. or Oh, we're going to send you uh, somewhere so you can get your act together or we are just going to pray for you and all this stuff but you know what sometimes the problem is the people who are around them because a lot of people don't get heard I can simply say hey I would like it if when I come home in the evenings y'all don't automatically start talking to me y'all don't automatically start giving me something to do I've worked eight hours today when I come home the first thing I don't want to do is walk into a house with people already in it who are waiting for me to cook, who are waiting for me to clean, who are waiting for me to answer questions, who are always asking me for favors. As soon as I park my car, somebody needs to go somewhere. As soon as I get paid on Friday, somebody needs to borrow something. As soon as I say um, I have a day off of work, everybody wants me to run errands for them. Every time I decide I want to take a nap, everybody want to talk to me. Every time I seem to pay a bill, y'all run up more bills. Every time I get my house clean, y'all want to invite people over. But nobody ever says, you know what? I think if I backed off, then this person would be better because people don't just be out here drinking and smoking and causing all this trouble just out the blue is something going on. And if they have a problem, who do they have a problem with or what are they dealing with? So I just wish that people would take into consideration that sometimes you are somebody's problem. Sometimes you are the reason that someone is drinking or someone is smoking or someone is running away from home. There's a lot of kids who are dealing with things right now. So I saw the posts on Facebook when people were saying, oh, I'm praying for the kids who have to stay at home with their parents for the next two weeks. And I hope that they are not getting abused. And I pray that they'll be safe. But then the other thing is, if you personally know a child who is going through this, are you just going to sit back and pray that the child is okay? Or are you as an adult going to speak to the other adult in the home who is causing all this misery for this child? You know, there's a lot of people praying. I'm not against praying, but I am against people who are only praying and not doing anything to help anybody. You know, like there are children who will get beaten and abused in your presence and you don't say anything. You don't say anything to the parent. You don't say, girl, you tripping or dude, chill out. You don't say none of that stuff. All you say is, yeah, he get whoopings all the time. And I pray he don't get no whoopings these two weeks out of school. That's not cool. Or you'll see someone who is like a lot of people who are on drugs. A lot of people who are on drugs have a gift of doing something. 
You might see people on drugs who are just out here washing cars. They want to mow your grass. They want to, um, they want to carry in your groceries. They want a little job like, hey, let me clean up your yard for a couple of dollars. Hey, can I do this? They want to do something, right? So they're not just out here just doing drugs. They want to do something to get the money to feed their habit, right? So I feel like in that time, you should be trying to figure out what's deeper, what's going on with this person. Because sending someone away from the problem just to bring them back to the problem is not going to help. I hope I'm making sense right now. I hope I'm making sense right now. It's just like if you have a child who was doing good in school, kindergarten, they were straight A, first grade, they were straight A, all the way to fifth grade, they were straight A. And then when they get in the sixth or seventh grade, the grades start dropping, but you realize something had to change. The child didn't automatically just become stupid. There's a problem somewhere. There's a reason why they're not doing their work. Are they being bullied? Are the teachers not cooperating with them? What's the problem? Same thing with people who are on drugs. I just have to keep coming back to these drugs because I was watching Dr. Phil and this guy was on there and he was an alcoholic, but he had relapsed. And Dr. Phil was saying, I can get you help again. And the guy was saying, just don't send me to Texas. And Dr. Phil said, you're going to go wherever I send you. And he was like, just don't send me to Texas. I don't mind being fixed. I don't mind getting help. Just don't send me back to Texas. And Dr. Phil was saying, yeah, but you need help. So I'm going to send you to get help. You're going to go wherever I send you. And the guy was plainly saying, I don't mind getting help. Just don't send me back to that place. And that's the same thing with people who are trying to heal. I don't mind getting off drugs. I don't mind putting down the bottle. But don't send me back home. Don't send me back to where the problem started. So for those of you who have seen my videos in the past where I was talking about the 360, don't end up where you started. Here's another example. So if, if, I'm, at the, if I'm at this point up here, right, and I'm drinking and I'm buying alcohol with all of my money and I'm always drunk and I'm never paying attention to anything because I don't want to deal with the world. All I want to do is sleep and be out of it, right? Because the people in my house are getting on my nerves. I don't have my own house. So whenever I come home to this house where people let me stay, they're always bothering me. I don't mind sleeping on the couch. But what I don't like is when everybody wants to come in and bother me. Like I've been gone all day. And then when I finally come home late at night, everybody want to have the lights on. Everybody want to tell me something to do. Uh, I try to get a job, but nobody wants to take me to work. So now I'm still unemployed. I'm living in your house. And then somebody says, you know what? I can get you some help. Really? So there's hope. Okay. So let's go get some help, right? This is my starting point. Let's get away from here and go get some help. All right. So I got a meal. I got a hot shower. Got me some nice clothes. Talking to people who can help me. I'm off the bottle. I'm doing good. Everybody's treating me the way I want to be treated. I'm in a different environment. I don't need liquor. Oh, you're sending me back home? Okay, so I'm going to need a drink. I'll need a drink to deal with this. And people say, oh, well, all you got to do is stop drinking. You put the bottle down before. But see, people go through this cycle of trying to help you, not realizing at what point you became a better person. So I'm just saying, look at yourself. Instead of saying that people have a problem, see if you are a part of the problem. It's okay to step back. I know that a lot of us can say, you know what, that person is toxic to me. I'm going to stay away from that person. I know this situation is toxic for me, so I'm going to stay away from that situation. I know that this is going to do something to me that I don't like. But at the same time, you have to look at yourself and say, you know what, I'm not good for this person. 
I'm going to be the reason they keep drinking. I'm going to be the reason they keep going out here stealing for stuff because they're trying to get attention. I'm the reason they keep going to jail because, you know, a lot of people do keep going back to jail because they can't cope with the outside world. And it's not simply it's not only because they have a problem. It's because they have a problem with the outside world. You know, there's a lot of toxic people who don't know they're toxic. You know, I've been a toxic person before and I don't have to deal with that situation anymore. I have looked back on times when I have just I used to just bother people, not like everybody, just a couple people. And I had to step back and say, you know what? I'm the problem. And now that problem is gone. But whenever you always make it seem like I'm not the problem, I'm the one who's trying to help. I'm the one trying to give you what you need. There are times in your life when you have to step away from things that are not good for you. But you have to also step away from people that you are not good for. So again, I hope I'm making sense. I hope y'all can see what I'm saying. People have problems. And they try to get away from them. And they keep coming back. Another good example. Y'all know somebody who has been on drugs. And they go off and they get fixed or whatever. And then they come home and people say, oh, we glad you home. Let me give you a drink to celebrate you being home. But the whole point of them leaving is because they didn't want to be on. They didn't want to drink no more. Or people who have been locked up in prison, you know, hopefully when they're in prison, they're not getting any drugs. They're not getting any alcohol. They're not getting into any trouble. They were on good behavior the whole five or ten years they were locked up. And then you have people on Facebook saying, send my boy home. Yeah, free him. He need to be freed. And then he went to jail for selling drugs. Or he went to jail for fighting and all this other stuff. And then whenever they get out of jail to come home, those same people who got them in trouble are the people who were at home waiting for them to give them something to drink. We planning a party for you with the same toxic people that was around before you got locked up. We going to take you to the beach. We going to get drunk. We're going to have some stuff in the car that you don't know about. But if we get busted, we ain't going to say it have nothing to do with you. I mean, you with us because we cool. People going back to jail. It's a lot of people who are sending people right back to what they came from. Just like someone knows that you're trying to get off drugs. And every time you go when you get clean because you live in North Carolina. And then you go stay with your people in Georgia who don't play that mess. So now they got you out in the, in the garden farming. They got you sweating. You're mowing grass. You're washing clothes, but they don't take you to the laundromat. They make you hang them on the line. You got to make your bed up every day. You got to cook your own food. And if you don't decide to cook and they cook for you, you got to eat what they eat. They have all these people, all these positive people coming over. You're having game night. You're wearing fresh clothes every day. Your nails are clean. Your teeth are clean. Your hair is done. Whatever you do to it, they make sure it's done. They make sure you're pre make sure you're presentable. They're connecting you with people who can get you further in life. And you say, you know what? I think I'm good. I I, I think I got it. I wrote down journals. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm good. I think I want to go home. I'm gonna take all this stuff with me that I learned, and I'm gonna go home. And you know what you do when you go home? Your mom ain't changed. You're an adult. You go home to stay with your mama until you get back on your feet again in North Carolina. And your brother's still at home. He's smoking. Ain't nobody fixed him. So you go home and now you're trying to be a good influence on him. But that same mother who babied your adult brother feels like you need to be like your brother. So now it's two people against you. 
Nobody else in your family changed. Not your auntie that comes over all the time. Not your uncle. Your mama still lets people sit out in the yard and smoke cigarettes and throw, them, throw the butts in the yard. You got a whole bunch of beer cans in the yard. Your room isn't your room because you got to share it with somebody. Or it's not your house so you don't get to do what you want to do. And so what do you happen to do? You go back in that cycle. And it's a cycle. That's what it is. A cycle. You can go away from the problem. But then you got to come back. So again, when you are changing, don't just get help for yourself. Get help for these other people too because you have to go back to them. A lot of us can't go stay with a family member for the rest of our lives. Like they literally let you come to get on your feet. Okay. So I'm just saying, don't be the reason that someone relapses. Don't be the reason that someone goes to jail. Don't be the reason that someone goes back to where they came from. Okay. I like to talk a lot about us taking care of ourselves, but we have to take care of our brothers and our sisters as well. Don't be the reason that someone slips. Don't always have to say, send somebody home so I can get them back to where they be. I don't think that people really think about that. The cliche, free my boy, send him home. Why? Why? So you can send them right back. Is that what y'all is trying to do? And you know, toxic people always love to be around somebody. Misery loves company. A lot of people don't want to see you do better. They want to know if you can do better, but they don't want you to stay better. So again, the, the whole point of my video is don't be someone else's burden. All right. Y'all have a wonderful day. Love you. Bye-bye. That was my message that I shared with everybody on Facebook. I hope you liked it. Um, and I hope a whole lot of you agree with me. If you do or if you don't, again, just leave your comments below. Let me know what you think. Thank you again for tuning in. I'll see y'all next time. And girlfriend, you've got this. Bye.